do 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 I like letting that play for a while. Wait a second. What? I just saw this on the the news Google. What? Former Bell Center ICE expert files lawsuit against the Canadian's parent company? Would that be Mulsan? Oh! Oh, Jesus Christ. He's suing them for $241,000? Wait, 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 wait. What? (laughs) It's like, he, it's like, uh... Is that a bill? Two years worth of pay, and then, um, like an extra $74,000, for, like, damages. That is reasonable as far as suing goes. That's probably the most Canadian suing I've ever seen. (laughs) Ever. I got a jalapeno seed in my eye once. Wow. (laughs) Five. Four. Four. Three. Two. One. Go! Hello world is a song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. <laughs> I can't wait to edit the intro for this one. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. Holy cow. Welcome back, listeners. My name is David Ojay, and I'm at MetalDave01 on Twitter.com, and I'm joined as always by Beth. Hello. <laughs> I am at Eliza underscore B T H A N on Twitter.com and yes. <laughs> Veronica. Hello, I am at C H I L E underscore Pepper on Twitter.com. And we are <laughs> the Happy Hour. The happy Hour. At Happy Hour on Twitter.com. <laughs> As everyone knows or they ought to. So, it is officially the dog days of summer. (laughs) I had hoped, beyond hope, that when I sent out the tweet in the Happy Hour account saying, Hey, Bergevin, let's try this again. (laughs) Please listen to last week's episode because we're going to record tonight. Ah! And then, a half hour later, last week... No, no, right, right, it was like... simultaneous to the tweet was it yes damn that's cool because it got tweeted out and immediately ian whether ian our hi fan ian from the nosebleed podcast hi ian check him out at nosebleed hi podcast. Ian. he said lol check out the habs tweet from like 10 seconds ago i was like fuck that's such a dangle thing to happen too i felt like super important for a second confused at first then 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 important because that's how it goes yeah in it mm-hmm. and we might need to explain beefy oh, oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> because beefy is now in happy hour dm it is yeah yeah Beef- when we say beefy we mean bergy because our darling beth I can't type. <laughs> can't type. She typed beefy talk- when talking about Bergie. And then later she said, I mean Bergie. Typo. FFS. 
when like, in no, no, no. when in reality it's beefy now yes now it's beefy yeah yeah very for, appropriate for obvious reasons i mean if people didn't exactly. know yeah. they gotta catch you don't up. need to explain yeah yeah no explanation required unfortunately beefy wasn't watching the uh, timeline yeah. today no he was not paying attention today Today was his rest day, I think. Yeah, that's right. Um, because nothing happened. And yeah. nothing happened yesterday <laughs> or the day before that. Before that. Or that or before that. Mm -mm. <laughs> but you know what? What do we know? I thought of something today. What? That might be conversation worthy. I'm but sure it's um anything you think of is conversation worthy. <laughs> So I don't know if you guys know this. What's up? But last week, I think it was last week. Oh, oh. my God. It has been a week that feels like a month. So yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah, like no shit. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it was. But last week, I think, J.J. Daniel yes. was interviewed on Melnick's show on TSN 690. Hello. What? Yeah. Because. He's... Yeah, yeah. Go on. He go got on, a new yes. job. Yes, he did. <clears throat> He got a new job, and I remember thinking at the time, sidebar, that okay. I was trying to think of the defense, defensive coach that replaced him on the Habs, and I could not think of his name, like, for the life of me. And I then I thought, that's a really good thing, because nobody bitched about him, and it's Luke Richardson, by the way. Absolutely. But nobody bitched about him at all this season. Because? Like, not once, because mm -hmm. he's good. He's a good coach. So um, I'm not I'm not to say that J.J. Daniel was a bad coach, and I don't want to disparage him because I do think that he's a nice person. But it is really weird in that interview that he was pointedly asked. It seemed like it was almost a leading question, but no. Joey, the guy who asked it, didn't claimed not to have any backstory. But he deliberately asked him a really long question about the whole thing that happened with Olsner and uh, Carl Olsner. Oh, and, that's um, right. And JJ, Jean-Jacques. Yep. Mm -hmm. Demurred. And he did not answer the question. And in fact, deliberately refused to talk about Carl Olsner. And he said, that's just a player that I'm just not going to talk about. Which is which is interesting because he could have he could have been diplomatic. He could just said Alzner's cool. Yeah, like, well, I don't know how it's shaking out there. I've been gone for a year, blah blah blah. You know, wish him all the best. But it's weird. And it's it just it was even weirder because these are both like nice guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, like and I just thought, what beef could he possibly have with Alzner? Which I asked Twitter. And Twitter had some theories, of course. No. But, <laughs> but they just, it was just kind of strange for me, especially because Carl Olsner, which is a hard name to say, he um, he has a reputation. He enjoys a reputation of being a very good guy. Yeah. I agree. You know, and some of the theories from the people on Twitter didn't, sounded kind of petty to me, like, kind of blaming like maybe JJ blames Alsner for him losing his job but I mean that's that yeah that's that doesn't that doesn't add up for me anyway I'm not hip to that I, drive no I'm not either 
it's just it was just really weird because he could have just said a really diplomatic answer and moved on but he made a point of saying i'm not going to talk about that guy right it was odd it was odd and yeah it's thank god you thought of that because i completely forgot about it, it <laughs> yeah is a, it is a good conversation <laughs> starter you know you're on a first date with somebody you want to crack the ice you talk about the jj yeah. dagnell and carl alzner saga <laughs> did you have a date dave no oh oh well now you have a topic yeah for your next date <laughs> top three have um, trades go <laughs> that that'll set the mood right quick <laughs> yeah um no i just like, i what? wish i wish i knew more about uh monsieur uh daniel because i don't know a whole lot aside from how just once he was part of the quasi quote-unquote old guard after mm -hmm. uh, Tarion was ousted. Claude had kept a uh, part of Tarion's crew uh, when he came in. He kept them all! Yeah, oh yeah, no, no, that's true. Yeah, kept them all uh, through through until the end of the season. Things didn't go great. Um, he didn't even change them for the next full season, did he? Yeah, now I'm trying to, I'm starting to remember all that now too. So he kept them. quite curious. Kept them for a while. But see, that was also in that... Uh, time frame when the team had lost in the first round against the Rangers right and mm -hmm. they were like oh crap what are we going to do now uh, they unloaded the that fourth line that they had acquired that season which wasn't that great yeah. uh, people like um, oh my god oh my god uh, Ott, Ott, Ott uh, <laughs> King and um, Martinson. Martinson yeah exactly thank you mm -hmm. thank you yeah. exactly right thank you Fucking Veronica Dwight King yeah, what a that whole that I remember I flipped shit when the Habs lost, primarily because of what we did to get the fourth line. Granted, yeah. Then I calmed down and started the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, because once once they figured out that that wasn't the direction to go into, that's when changes really started to happen. I think. They well, they did a wholesale change the following summer, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, including mm -hmm. in Laval. Mm -hmm. So, and see, actually, that's an interesting point too, because that was the first year that Laval was a team as well. So, I kind of wonder mm -hmm. if the proximity helped with the change overall. Oh, speaking of which, remember how one time you told me um, that Pierre LeBrun had sort of broken. A rumor, <clears throat> le rumor, le rumor. About, <laughs> about the senators wanting to poach Dominic Ducharme. What oh yeah! Right. Do the I senators vaguely remember that? Uh, let me right text now? my friend. Yeah, he'll ask Google. Let's see what happens first. No, no, no! Oh, Didn't they pick up the uh, the freaking guy from uh, Toronto? That defensive coach. Oh, that was, I, yeah, DJ coach. Smith. Or is he a he's, right, right, right. an assistant coach? No, he's an assist. No, he is. No, he is the head coach as of May twenty third. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Right, because they okay, grabbed the coach and then they grabbed a bunch of Leafs players because you know how yes. good their defense was last year. <laughs> Sorry to say, Goodness it's just gracious. true. You look at the paper, and it's like, oh, didn't go very well. Granted, Jake Gardner would be great for the Habs. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. 
Is this an episode of Monty Python's Flying Circus? Mm. <clears throat> this bird has expired! Expired? <laughs> an ex-parrot! <laughs> He's pining! Pining for the fjords! <laughs> pining for the fjords? <laughs> it it has ceased to be! To be! <laughs> Uh, we're here all week, literally. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally. 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 Yeah. Vitamins. Yes. Aluminium. <laughs> What's the other one? Oregano. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Yes. 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 Oh, God. Yeah, roommate, I had a roommate in one of my stories of my life who was from England, and she said Oregano one time, and I could not stop giggling. Was coriander. This the coriander roommate whom? No. Okay. I okay. Lived a, I lived in a in a duplex in Chile. They're called duplexes, but basically they're an apartment a in flat. an apartment building, but it's two stories. Right. Right. Okay. Five women lived in this apartment. Recipe for um, success. We had a lot of fun. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> what did uh, you say, Dave? Said it was a recipe for success. Oh. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. And then this Brit, she was, at one point, one of our roommates moved out. We were kind of shopping around for a roommate. She was newly arrived. She was um, from London and had taken her, 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 to complete her university degree in, uh, what is it? languages i guess mm. she needed to live in a spanish-speaking country for one year pick chile wow long story short wow. she moves in with us i become best friends with her and wow. then the oregano story oh. she was not the nudist though okay. okay okay no the other one was the nudist another one was the nudist for and those she made, like, wondering <laughs> so i had a roommate who would walk around the apartment naked and so would her boyfriend woohoo and so I was like, I mean, I never, I didn't ever want to, like, I always acted like, this is cool. Like, I'm cool with what I don't care. I'm hip to the jive. I'm hip. Yeah. I'm with I'm, it. I'm with it. Right? But, <laughs> but my, one of the, our older roommate who was seldom home because she was a flight attendant with American Airlines. She, when she came home, she would bitch a streak about these two <laughs> and tell them to get dressed and everything. But they never got dressed. Get some <laughs> pants on. <laughs> they never got dressed. <laughs> yeah. But were well, we... Well, to each one's own, I suppose. JJ Daniel? Who yes. Yes. Oh, no. Um, Dominic Ducharme. We were talking about Dominic Ducharme. We were talking about the Leafs for a bit. We were talking about JJ Daniel. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Um, so, well, Ducharme, well, he's safe. I mean, he's with us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. He'd never fucking leave to go to the Senators. Yeah. Plus, I don't think. Well, see, now that's a thing that nobody's talking about, actually coaching changes i don't think so the only thing people are bitching about is Mueller and the power play and the power play was stellar at the uh at the towards the end well oh, towards the, the end thing. but, but the... also at the uh, tournament yeah for team canada now granted team canada is not the habs for reasons but um because none of them went but 
regardless, the Habs yeah. have the personnel to be able to do that. And the people that were signed last week, Armia in particular, I think is going to be a piece of getting the power play going. Now, yeah. I recall, however, that Grant <laughs> doesn't is not a huge fan of Armia. He doesn't understand why he's played, you know, what is it, like 200 power plays and no points or something <clears throat> like that. It is yeah. curious. But as I swear by God, I did the basic stats at the end of the freaking season, and the last 10, 20 games that the Habs played, the power play was, I swear to God, clicking at like 30-something percent. Un not maintainable, yes. but Armia was part of that power play unit. So there we go. God damn it. Yeah. I rest my case. Where? Gavel. Gavel. Yep. Case closed. Dun dun. Exactly. Dun dun. So, um, yeah, let's see. <laughs> so I don't expect, <laughs> uh... Yeah, I don't... <laughs> I'm not high this We're bringing week. out the oldies. For I... <laughs> greatest hits. I don't expect Muller to go anytime no, soon. No, Muller's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. No. No, no, no. I have a I have something that has to with coast. It would it would be particularly um 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 what's the word? Bad form considering how strong the power play was toward the end. It would be a weird time to exit Muller. Yeah, and the I mean, to be frank, the roster hasn't really changed that much too uh from the end of last year to what we're looking at now yeah. of course it's what the fourth week of free agency now third fourth week or so uh and there's i don't Mitch know Turner is still unsigned yeah and, and he's not talking about it no yeah. he said he talk not. to my agent or my mom or my mom or my dad i will call <laughs> mrs marner later about that <laughs> Um, Top three oh, hatch trades, so, go. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, on that, though, last week when I was summarily interrupted by a spider sprinting across my living room. Oh, yeah. Did you get it? Oh, yeah. I got it. Yeah, I remember now. Oh, yeah. I got it. What was so terrifying about that spider is that basically my living room was empty last week as well and i was sitting in a corner and the spider came out of nowhere and it literally sprinted across the room and stopped in the middle and, that's <laughs> and i was like, what the fuck hmm, anyway hmm, hmm. um the point that i was I, I when i went to i listened back to that because what i was wanting to say was that um i have been trying to make sense of trading Andrew Shaw for picks. Right. And because, I mean, I understand the concussion concerns with Andrew Shaw, but what he's such a big part of that room that I was trying to, you know, think about, you know, obviously, Bergevin is, is or I hope that he's going to try to do something. You don't move a player like that. You know, sort of remove a presence like that from your room if you're just not going to do anything. And so then I was I, I dug deeper and I thought, okay, so what if we got rid of the Alsner contract? How could we do that? And I actually did research. Oh, oh, I yeah. This is a yeah, happy hour exclusive. Everybody, listen <laughs> up. 
And I came across, which I shared earlier this week or later, um, last week, um, that an article by our friend Andrew Zadarnowski on Eyes on the Prize. Hi, Andrew. He said that. Hi, Andrew. Um, he said that one way to do it would be in a three-way trade. So we trade Elsner and retain part of that salary. Then Elsner gets traded again and the salary gets retained again. And each team, it's very complicated, but it can be done. But the whole point is, I just feel like all we have to show for the off season so far is resigning Lekunin and Armia. And now, am I wrong? And now they're signed. Oh, and Kincaid, Kincaid, Kincaid. And yes. he's signed. Wait, what are you talking about? Yes. Oh no! And, and then the... the other guy. Hang on. No, no. Okay. Oh, so. Oh, Sharat, Sharat. Yes. yes. Right. Then. But still. And Nick Cousins. We don't. Yeah. Well, he's still on the team. Mm-hmm. It's a contract. Yeah. Million yeah. bucks. There yeah. he is. And then, mm-hmm. yes. So this is what the Habs don't have signed. I just, for Houdon me, for my heart, yeah. But for me, for my heart, trading Andrew Schaffer picks, I thought that he was going to do something more. Because we didn't need to trade Andrew Shaw to offer sheet Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. Who's going to be a Hab in two to five years. Yeah. Well, once the, <laughs> well, once the franchise moves. I'm telling you, I'm waiting for that Forbes article. I swear to God. Um, so, no, in regards to that, um, the, there's another point about this that, that's going to kind of reinforce what you're talking about there, uh, Veronica. Right now, the Habs have uh, 46 out of 50 contracts uh, signed, and they have a roster size of 24. I believe the roster size is a 23. So, excuse me, we have a we have an extra player that we can't have on the roster. However, I'm not sure how the rules work between moving players from uh, the NHL roster to the AHL roster because currently Alsner is on the NHL roster. The thing, and so is Dale Weiss. And so is Weiss. So you move those two guys down and we're below the limit and then we have a bunch of money back as well. Yeah. Um, there's a whole lot going on that we just don't know. There's so much in flux that could happen that it's just, oh my God, the, uh, the, uh, the possibilities abound, essentially. Yeah. Something will happen or not. Which is why, yeah, it's hard to believe that they're done. I do think, I honestly do think that their biggest priority, priority, like emergency was the backup goalie. Yeah, and that was taken mm-hmm. care of. Cause... And, and that got done on July 1 or whenever it was. Yeah. Right? And so that makes me happy. I'm not overwhelmingly concerned with a partner for Weber. But, like, I mean, you know, just the thought of Sebastian Ajo. And... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if it's if it's necessarily like, okay, we're making room for all the kids. That's what I, I mean, think that, it, it is. That, it could it could happen. I don't know. I guess I I got myself 
sort of excited for a big, and don't get me wrong, offer sheeting Sebastian Ajo was very exciting. Well, no one and else. And nobody else had the balls to do it. And, and he wouldn't sign anybody else's offer sheet. Right. And further, no one else has done any offer sheets as of now. Um, and who knows if there's even going to be anything else happening. Uh, I, I'm predicting that the Habs are going with the long game and that come training camp, they're going to see what they really have under the hood in regards to the prospect pool. Because, I mean, oh my God, we're going to have Paling, Suzuki, Caulfield, um, uh, Elonen, um, Romanov's not going to be there, but he's going to be coming next year. You know, that's a whole, that's like five, like prime prospects. And the kid from the Mooseheads. The. Uh, Oh my God, uh, Brooks. Brooks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And Josh, Josh Brooks. Brooks. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. And yeah, he's another speaking great of prospect. Sorry, speaking of Josh Brooks, this reminded me. Um, I didn't read it because I don't pay. For, I couldn't read all of it because I don't pay for the athletic. But Mr. Sean Gordon did an article today about the different prospects workouts. Um, I haven't read it yet, but I saw it. So the the three paragraphs that I was able to read, uh, <laughs> before the paywall seemed pretty interesting. Um, oh, sorry, I dropped my. my okay, mic. so Beth, when I re up, I can, I can, like, whatever it's called, sort of recommend you or do whatever it is for, like, a gift subscription. There's okay. some kind of mechanism there where we can work something out, and I can, I can do that. He Let wrote, me know. He wrote something else. What? Sean is Jeez. a prolific <laughs> writer. God. Yeah. He just doesn't stop. Our friend Sean. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. It's almost uh, like it's his job. Yeah. I mean, we're better friends than Arpen Bazu, so. <laughs> For now. For now. <laughs> no, that was funny. Oh, yeah. Sean, Sean was a great guy. Circle. Yeah. We'll have Arpen on eventually. Nah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he'll be. Yeah. Oh, I think... He'll yeah. be fun. He'll oh, yeah. be fun. Totally. Love um, to come on. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, yeah. and then, okay, and then, uh, then maybe at the deadline he does something. But like, I mean, Weiss and Alsner, those are two situations that I see resolved before puck drop. Really, I'm not yeah. sure, honestly, about Alsner. It's only a lot because, of money. Well, only because I don't see a team really picking up on him. They know it's an anchor for the Habs. I mean, picking up Alzner in any capacity would have to cost the Habs somehow in order to yeah. know, shed that anchor. And teams know that. So I think I don't think they're going to go after the guy. Plus, I mean, geez. Ugh. I can't think of a defensive core that would want him. Unless, well, no, you can't even talk to Vegas about it because he's so expensive, and Vegas has no yeah. money. No They're money. In huge trouble. Zero. I was explaining it all to my mom, and she's like, "We're we just got started." I'm like, yeah, I know it's mm. fucking crazy. <laughs> Poor mom. That's funny. <laughs> Poor mom. Yeah. I was like, well, you signed um, Mark Stone to $9 million in 20 years. What do you think's going to happen? She's like, well, no, but <laughs> people do this stuff. I'm like, all oh, they do, and this is what they did. My mom's what a big... about My mom's a big money head. So she was like, yeah. what? 
You know, funny story. Did I already mention this? How she almost uh, interviewed for a job with the uh, senator's farm team to be their financial person? No. No. Yeah, she almost did that. Then she didn't. Whoa. Didn't want to go to Canada. Call. Didn't want snow, in other words. Mm. <laughs> she was like, Canada? Yeah. Or, well, she was like, Binghamton or or wherever the hell, wherever the Senator's Farm team is. Belleville. I'm sorry. Belleville. That's right. Belleville or Las Vegas. Mm, kind of a toss. Yeah. I don't know where mm. I want to go. So <laughs> there you go. That's a tough one. It is a toughie. Yeah. But what can you I do? I miss Andrew Shaw. Me yeah, too. Shaw is gonna be missed I for haven't, sure. I haven't. Um, I'm still subscribed to his Instagram notifications, though. The freaking kid! And so, oh my god, she looks just like him. She does. I'm here for it. She's Andrew Shaw with pigtails. Yeah. <laughs> oh, trouble. But yeah, when I go back and look, I just think, and I tweeted about that. I always felt deep down that we were just borrowing him. Mm. Yeah, I mean, never really belonged to us. Three years, it was good. It was good. It was good. Three years. Mm -hmm, he mm -hmm. he did what he came to do. That was right. Get that, get that locker room back in shape. Yeah, I kind of wonder who's going to be the personality that helps out with that in the future. Um, that's a tough one. Uh, I can. Oh, Nate Thompson, easy done. Who? Thompson. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Max Domi, too. I mean, geez. Seems like a buddy-buddy guy. Max? <gasps> yeah. And Max had that cool photo today. And Thomas was... Tatar. Oh, yeah. Tar. Thomas Tatar. No, he wasn't in the picture. Yeah, I know. I'm saying locker room people. My conversation's oh. still ongoing until I'm... you interrupted. <laughs> Sorry. Ashley's not here. Somebody's got to do it. Jeez. But I mean, it's it's hard to replace somebody. Like not replace. I mean, I guess they can carry on with fill a role. Yeah. And like the personality. Oh, well, still the guy got... who just lights it up when he walks in the room. Yeah. Right. The I guy don't... that everybody's happy. Like, hey, all of a sudden everybody's happy. Look who just walked in. <laughs> that guy. Well, they still have the rock with uh, Weber and Pricey, and that's gonna oh, be yeah. what matters. It's okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. It out. I'm not Plus, about they got freaking Lekkinen just walking and be like, "Hey guys, everything's cool," and Cook and the Emmy just being like, "Hey guys, oh, everything's cool." They're they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be fine. They're kids. They're kids. They're playing Fortnite. They're kids. They're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, all those kids I'm are playing Fortnite. I'm not worried about them. I'm just sad for that. And then, you know, Paul Byron's probably playing Mario Kart with Gallagher somewhere. Done. It's easy. It is simple <laughs> math. <laughs> I still, I'm still going to miss him. Yes, and I will miss him too. Paul Byron Same. is our okay. oldest forward, aside from Dale Weiss. That's incredible. Yeah. At 30. Mm -hmm. He's all ours for the next five years. Yes. Very cool. It's all, it's all mine. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so the thing uh, is that any news that we would want to expect, yes, some big splash that uh, another move to to really amp up uh, the halves, maybe replace Shaw. 
I think that they are relying on the training camp to probably bring up one of the kids and move the lines around like that. Because, like I said, like Suzuki, man, he's. I expect him to make the biggest push to try to make the team. I kind of think he's going to be starting in Laval, but Paling's an NHLer. He's got to be. I think he'll make a strong uh, effort at camp. And then one, if he's making the roster, then things will move around and they'll be able to solidify the top six. Yeah. And there it is, I think. I'm not going to make any predictions, but that would be nice. It would be nice. We'll see. I think it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting training camp. And, uh, you know, Caulfield. Yeah. The way that he was talking at the draft. Yeah. It was, it was adorable, but he's just like, no man, I want to be on the team right away. We'll see when Gallagher was talking to him about going back to school or whatever it was. No, I don't want to stay. I just want to play. (laughs) And the way that Bergevin afterwards was saying, well, yeah, he's an 18 year old kid who just got drafted. Of course he wants to play in the NHL, but, but I mean, I would not have put anything past young master Caulfield. Absolutely not. No. That nope. it's going to be. It's that, let's just look forward to. Let's just look forward to training camp. If there's nothing more, if there's, we're not going to see anything more in this off season. It just seems like. Just. It's, it's so quiet. Oh, I mean. I'm trying to think of the moves that were made in the past, you know, last year, it was Domi. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. No. And then, and um, Tatar. They were that was in September. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Once they all Tatar. Want... So, <laughs> so Max Pacioretty. Max Pacioretty turned into Tatar. Yep. Suzuki. Yep. And those two guys in the second round this year because uh, he traded the pick. He traded the pick that he got for Pacioretty Where's to the... move into the second round for two second round picks. Where's the cap friendly on it? I got it. <laughs> so it turned into Tatar, Suzuki, and two prospects. Or three prospects, prospects, I guess. Technically. And Suzuki, another first round pick. Let's see. Yeah. Tatar, Suzuki, yeah. and... Uh, that second round pick, which became Columbus's at some point, which then became the Kings, and they drafted a Samuel Fajimo with it? Don't know the guy. (laughs) doesn't matter. And then we got two picks. We traded that pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gave it to Columbus. And they in turn gave us two picks. Why so basically, four players. Can't I get that? Yes. Uh, yeah, Max pretty much became four ish players. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Fucking nice. And that again, it's not to wax too poetic about Bergie because we don't need to give him too, you know, we don't need to lavish too much praise on him because he's just been great. He's just been doing a great job the way he should be doing. He's the general manager of the Montreal Canadiens. But it is kind of interesting 
that he does manage to pull off these trades. These savvy the little minute, things, yeah. After, after you know, the, the conventional wisdom or the, the sort of the popular opinion is that he's ruined his chances of anything. What he did with Max Pacioretty at fucking 2 a.m. on whatever night that was before the golf tournament, yep. it was hilarious. I was awake. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Things are happening, I guess. Like, start talking it was, about it. It was just like, what? Pretty awesome. So, it's so funny. It's, um, so we have... Uh, conventional wisdom tells us, okay, we're going to trade somebody at the beginning of July and then wait till September to get somebody else. So we have two months to wait around. We got time. Mm-hmm. It's rest. We're resting. Yeah. The main thing to really look out for that I'm wondering about is McCarran's contract and Houdon. And we'll see what happens to those two kiddos. Yes. Yeah. And here we are. But yeah, yeah McCarran. And here we are. I mean, Jesus. I can't imagine McCarran making a dent against the prospect pool now. No. Yeah, there's some optimism on Twitter about, you know, this is it. This is his year. I don't know if that's optimism. Maybe... This is it. <laughs> yeah, I think like this is it. I don't know. Put money where your mouth yeah, is. It is. Yeah, this is it. But but no, but there is optimism that he's going to have a breakout. And, you know, that this is I, I would nothing would make me happier. Honestly, Absolutely. I just don't see it happening. And I hope he proves me yeah. wrong. I hope yeah, he proves me exactly. wrong, and then he drives over to my place. He's like, ha! You little bitch! <laughs> Punches me. <laughs> walks away. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, I was I hope, told. I hope that doesn't happen, but I... Yeah, because that shit would hurt. You. Oh, my God. I, yeah. I'm sure, yeah, he, I'm, sure he, I'm sure he packs quite a haymaker. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's a fighter. Yeah. I've only been slugged once, like, legitimately, and I was trashed at the time, and I just crumpled. Then a bunch of people got the person off me, and I was taken outside. And, um, neck, I came to, and this is relevant to everything, and someone was screaming at my face. They were like, Dave, you gotta go now. And I was like, well, I was drunk still. Well, I'm not leaving without my coat, I told them. And then some guy... <laughs> on a balcony <laughs> watching the whole scene was like, yo dude, I got you. And I was like, what? I don't even know who this person was. Walks into the party and I'm just like standing there bewildered, wondering like, what the fuck am I going to do now? This guy comes back and he has my coat, tosses it down to me. Never seen this guy before in my life. And my coat was like buried in a closet. And I was like, how the hell did he find this? And so I leave, I go to another bar, have a, slug down a few more drinks get back to the dorm because oh this is the college God. days get back to the dorm you know pull myself up the stairs to get to uh, my room and then I ran into some British exchange students I was like hey what up that <laughs> <laughs> was so trash uh, and um oh, David. so that was why the last did, time why did, he, he, why did you get hit <laughs> yeah, that's the question. That's the question that needs answering. Uh, he um happened to be uh going out with a lady. 
that I was getting friendly with, and I wasn't aware uh -oh. of it at the time. And she didn't make me aware of it. Uh-oh. And we were both pretty trashed. Right. And he and he was like one of those straight edge kids, so he didn't like didn't doesn't drink or anything. And I was like, blah. And she does drink, and she was like, blah. And it was a situation. Okay. Wow. 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 But then you hung out with the British foreign exchange students. I puked in that poor girl's Veronica uh, <laughs> Victoria's secret bag. <laughs> oh no! There's nothing. There's nothing in it. Oh, okay. But just happened to be there, and it was the only thing I had close by. I passed out on the rug in my room. Ah, youth. Youth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm liable to do that like next week. <laughs> Depending on what's going on at the time, I wouldn't be surprised at myself. Uh, oh yeah, okay. actually, come to think of it, I think something like that might happen next week. One second. Yes. Oh, next weekend, I will be in Montreal for the Heavy Montreal uh, Festival. Everybody batten oh, down the hatches in Montreal. So hide your kids, hide your wives. I'll be staying in uh, the plateau. So you know, if you're in that area, that's gonna be ground zero. And if anyone's going to Heavy Montreal, <laughs> let me know, and maybe we can meet up. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. We'll start a GoFundMe for Dave's broken nose. I knew yeah. something was going on. I'm like, I'm, I'm partying at some point. I gotta worry about something. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I have to worry about something. That's how my anxiety works. It's like there's something. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta. That's exactly how mine works. Scheduled worrying. Like, well, I get. I get worried that everything's fine. <laughs> well, for me, it's like you know? I planned something and then I forgot about it. And I'm like, what is it? And I'm like, oh, shit. I got to drive to another country tomorrow or something. Don't next you weekend. put that shit in your calendar? Yeah, David. My calendar's not in David. front of me, okay? <laughs> I set up alerts like a few days beforehand. Once I get the alert in the email, I'm like, oh, shit, that's right. Let me go do this. Oh my god. See, You'd think I can't that would be top of mind a trip to Montreal. Well, right? What's that? Oh. No, cuz Dave's just like I go to Montreal all the time. Well, it's like going to Walmart. True. Yeah, I can. La dida. La dida. See, I, I can't was just looking... do <laughs> I well, was actually looking at the Habs calendar today. Yes. Looking at what game I want to go to next season. Oh, keep us abreast because I'm of gonna that. go again. Well, yeah, totally. Not I'm gonna go again October, for the please. draft. Oh yes. I beg your pardon. I said, don't do it in October, please. No, I'm not going to do it in October. Unless you want to go to Vegas in Halloween. I I don't I I don't know. All right, know. right. That's but cool too. But I do want to go to Montreal. <laughs> I I was like I was trying to find like two games that I could go to like maybe two games that I could go to perfect and then but I couldn't find two back-to-back -back games that would be really compelling and then oh. I thought okay maybe go to a game in Ottawa and then go to a game in Montreal anyway yeah I'm already yeah. planning well you know what the thing is if it's not compelling it's probably cheaper too that's true and any Habs game would be compelling, no? Unless they're playing yes. some I fucking mean, boring. You're like... right. Like I don't want to go to a Dallas Stars game. No, no, 
I don't want to go to a Western Conference game. That's for sure. Yeah, that Western Conference. Yeah. No. Sorry. Bleh. Sorry. Oh God. <laughs> no. I'm okay. I'm okay. 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 Stop spidering, anyway. Veronica. Yes. Okay, I'm done. Done. Uh, that was Dale, it. That was the last stop. one. Stop. Um, are we going to have enough time to get to our mystery player of the week? Mm, yeah, we're doing pretty good. I mean, can you either talk okay. about that or uh, the Top Gun trailer? No, I have other. I have. I have <laughs> two things. Hit it, Beth. Well, okay. So first, I want to talk about the picture that I mentioned earlier. Yes, please yes. do. So, Buttons. um, for those of you who don't know, I'm obsessed with Marie Philippe Poulon. Yeah, yo. I think she is amazing. Uh, my yeah, car is named after her. I saw her jersey in um, Hockey Hall of Fame, and I cried. Wow. It was a good time. Um, it was like her one of her Olympics ones, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, but she works with Bauer Hockey, and today she posted a picture of her with some other people um, that are also with Bauer Hockey, and they I did some things today and uh, one of those people in the picture with her was none other than mr max domi max domi he was one one of two this gentlemen treat <laughs> yeah there are five people in the picture there's uh, he is one of two gentlemen the other gentleman is jack eichel who does not look excited to be there um but everybody else is having a good time <laughs> i mean when you're um, when you're the gm of the sabers of course you're not <laughs> no Ugh, he just, I don't know. And he's got a weird little... I think he's trying to grow a mustache. I don't know what that is on his upper lip. It's not... I'm not a fan, but it's his face. Um, yep. So... You can do, he can do what he wants. He can do what he wants. But I'll post this picture so people can uh, can see it. If you don't follow Marie-Philippe Poulon. Which you should, because she's pretty great. Yeah. Um, and then who? Oh, I'm. This is a screenshot, so I can't remember who else is in it. Um, but there is a Finnish lady and a USA lady hockey player. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad for not remembering who they are. But yeah, it just, it's a fun picture, and Max Domi looks like he's having a good time. He's oh, so yeah. That's yeah. it's like his it's like his mission in life. To have a good to time. To not have a shitty time. Yeah. Yeah. To not have a shitty time. Yeah. He's one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he was a part yeah. of that. Bauer. Yeah. I wear Bauer equipment. My skates are Bauer, which is probably the most important thing. Everything else I have is Bauer. My stick itself also is actually CCM anyway. Oh. Um, dual spine, lighter, very nice. So Got the Crosby not blade. That you have is Bauer. No, yeah. but all the protective stuff is. Ah, nope, I'm lying again. My gloves are warrior. Yep. I knew it. Uh, and I think my helmet that I wear is uh it's a Bauer with a CCM visor. I don't know. I got to double check oh all God. that actually. I don't recall. <laughs> well, the thing is uh, fuck it, it's not even a part. Beth, you said you had a second thing to talk about? I do have a second thing. It's a hypothetical question <laughs> that I was going to ask you guys last week, but we didn't have time. Okay. Ask oh, Shea yes, Weber, yes. but I don't... Is there time? It's. I think it can be pretty quick, but... Do it! Okay, so this is for both of you to answer individually. Nice. Just so for funsies, ask Shea Weber. Okay. Um. 
when Hello? oh no i'm sorry, okay. <laughs> no, sorry. when when shea weber stops actively playing nhl hockey if he were to be be um become like a member of the brass for a hockey team do you think that he would prefer to be a coach or a gm coach why coach Wants to be by the ice. Be- you know, granted, I don't and see. He's a motivator. I don't see. He's Weber a motivator. As a executive, Being a man. yeah. Just a hypothetical. Just a hypothetical. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's well. Yeah, I'm saying hypothetically. I don't think okay. he's, he's one of those guys. But okay. Like I don't see, like Weber being like the Jean Beliveau executive type of guy. Um. Granted. What do you mean? Well, in just so far that, well, okay, that was an extreme example, but just, I don't Mm -hmm. see him doing that. I think he's going to play, and once he's done playing, he'll probably retire and not be a part of the big show afterwards, unless, I, I don't know, I don't see that. I don't see him doing that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know why. But but the hypothetical is, were he to become somebody right. I within s- the organization? Yeah. I, I agree with you, though, Dave. Coach, he's always telling everybody what to do. He's always coaching yeah. already. Yeah, see, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking with Coach. But I, I see him retiring and enjoying Kelowna mm-hmm. with his family. That's yes. right. And, and just going back to relative anonymity right yeah yeah that'll be interesting we gotta keep an eye out for that yeah it will be hopefully yeah. he retires during the last year of his contract <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, really drive that spike in there <sighs> we'll win yet all right I think oh, yeah. we have right. ourselves a good uh, 10-ish minutes to talk about the whomever we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Who is Big it? Big surprise. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that we have um, more than a few listeners in Finland, or at least from Finland, or at least from Scandinavia land. Yeah. Yep. And we thank you all tremendously. We think you are wonderful people inside yes. and out. Inside and out. Inside and out. So, with that in mind, we're going to be talking about one of the most exciting people to grace the Habs in a long time. Uh, I believe it was Scotty Bowman, and correct me if I'm wrong on this, I believe it was Scotty Bowman who said when he watched him on the ice, the closest thing he could think of was watching Jean Beliveau when he was a kid. And I was like... No kidding. Holy shit. Is there higher praise in anything? No. I don't think. Nelson Mandela? No, no not quite. Not quite. In any category. In any category ever. Gandhi? No. Despite some weird things? Yeah. No, probably not. Dalai Lama? Despite recent weird things? No, probably not. Yeah. Probably not. That was weird. Yeah, that was fucking weird. Jesus Christ, yeah. Mr. Lama. Asshole. Fuck. Anyway, I just called the Dalai Lama an asshole. Anyway. <laughs> Of course, who we're talking about is our dear, precious, sweet, sweet baby, sweet, eagle. baby eagle, Jesperi 
Kotka Niemi. Kotka Niemi. Picked third overall in 2018, not that long ago. The big question at the time was, do we send him back to Finland to get conditioned to figure out the game? He's young. Was he drafted at... He must 17. Be 17 years old, he was drafted. Turned 18 in July, so very The day close. after he signed his contract. day after he signed his contract. Great, his entry-level contract, great bit of a uh, birthday for him. And the big question yeah. last summer, just this last summer, was, you know... Well, no, he did. In Finland, he played with um, uh, Asat for a bit, because I remember... The aces, because I remember watching uh, some of the games when they were uh, they streamed them, because they streamed them for free, which was very nice of them. Oh yes, that's um, right. So I caught a few of those, and then the season started. Everyone figured. Well, development camp. Well, development camp, and that was a weird thing for uh, Mr. Uh, Kotka Niemi, because I remember going to the rookie showcase. I went to the one in Quebec City, and um, it wasn't that. Yes, Barry really lit the rink on fire. It was the Brady Kachuk show to the one I went to. Went yeah. to the to the Habs versus the Senators. Uh, Jake Evans gets injured in a very not pleasing way. No. Headshot, no. open ice. Mm. Um, that was bad, and the Habs end up losing in a none too great game. Um, hi, Lucky, and Lucky, Lucky found see somebody. Barking at. Carry on. I'm nice. gonna mute myself. That's okay. And we were all, you know, not really worried, just downtrodden. Even Jesperi said, oh, my God, are they, they're probably going to bench me, (laughs) he said at the time. Fast forward to October. Excuse me. The uh, first game of the season is against the Maple Leafs. Jesperi Kotka Niemi, uh manages to set a milestone first career game assist and point in his first game in that loss ultimately a loss against mm-hmm. toronto an overtime loss at that uh however nine games passed and as he kept playing he just kept getting better and better and better centering a line uh Often with Lekkonen and later Armia, I actually kind of forget who the person was that they had on his line uh, before Armia. I think it was actually Shaw for a bit there. Uh, But the thing is, just watching him grow as his sense, and that's pretty much it, his sense of the game uh, matured for uh, NHL eyes. You could see that there's no way that he's being sent down to Laval and definitely no way that he's being sent off to Finland so he stays the entire season Jesperi Kotka Niemi played 79 games last season as an 18 year old Uh, he had the unique honor in sports history sports history not just hockey history Mm -hmm. of being the youngest player I'm sorry, the first player born in the 2000s to play in one of the major sports leagues, hockey, in the U.S. and Canada uh, when he played that game against the Leafs. He is the second youngest Hab to score a goal behind uh, Mario Tremblay. 
to yes his scoring his uh, goal total yes that's correct I think. yes i had this down but i didn't take down all of it why didn't i do that i'm and sorry also he yes yes okay so that's why well, i'll finish this up that thought um the second youngest goal scorer in canadians history that's what it is at 18 yeah. years old and 118 days blah 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 so that was it and you were about to say i was about to say when you mentioned the part about how he at uh, development camp said oh my god i'm gonna get scratched or something yeah like that. he said he was gonna get scratched he was, <laughs> he was being like he was dryly sort of making that joke and it was one of the sort of Oh no kidding. First, See, I yeah, read it. Yeah, it was the first the first interaction that Brendan Gallagher had with him. He said something like, "Hey, you had a rough game or something like that." Mm. And he said, "Yeah, I'm really worried I'm going to get scratched or something." But it was like that exchange was joking, and that's when Gallagher realized, "Okay, this kid he he doesn't take himself too seriously kind of thing." Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. See, I read Which that. Which was a very good indication. I didn't realize that minutia there. My bad. That's good yes. though. That's no, good to know. No good problem. to note. Um, more accolades of the young Kotka Niemi. He's the youngest player in NHL history. NHL history, not born in North America, to score twice in one game. That was Whoa. against that was against the Capitals. And that was also yes. the night of his first yes. goal against Brandon Holtby. An amazing shot. Which he said was lucky. Yes. Right, near <laughs> corner, over fucking Brandon Holby, uh, Brandon yeah, Holby's yeah, shoulder. Lucky. He, yeah, I remember I'm he said sure. it. Sure. Lucky. Not you, right. lucky. Not you, lucky. Not sorry. Bye, you. bye, doggy. Sorry, lucky. So, okay. such a good doggy. <laughs> oh, sorry, lucky. Okay. <laughs> sorry, puppy dog. Um, <laughs> he is the third player in Habs history to get twenty points before the age of nineteen. I actually don't have the other two players, but. Habs history, we can assume. Uh, he is the record yeah. holder for uh, the only Hab to score in three straight games before 19. The record holder for the Habs the... franchise. You know what? That's fucking a pretty big deal. Yeah. The, the, All those records. I didn't realize... Probably because he's such a young one. Yeah, exactly. I didn't realize the, the multiple go uh, goal game record. Youngest in NHL history. He beat Patrick Laine for that uh, honor. <laughs> Another countryman. Right. Granted, Laine, in the game that he did, it, he scored a hat trick, but uh, too bad you were too whatever. old, Laine. That's, whatever. Yeah, yeah it's old. So sad. See you later, bye. Such an oldie. Mm -hmm. Old. Yeah. Goodbye. Here's your social security. Oh, no, you're finished. It's already. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Damn it. Finished security. <laughs> fin <laughs> no, they get that anyway. It's a socialist country. Yeah, it's raking socialist. forests all day, you weirdos, and playing your <laughs> Fortnites. <laughs> so, um, but as the season went on, uh, he played 79 games. The only reason he didn't play 82 was because he was benched near the end of the season. So, not because he was a bad boy. Nope, not because no. he was a bad boy. He was just getting slow. And he needed to rest. And there was a later young. reason after the fact that we... he had been playing nonstop for almost for a like whole a year. year. Yeah, absolutely. And not only playing in the NHL, but as a 17 year old playing against men in Scandinavia, yes. the Finnish men, league. Men, a men's league, men like a pro, pro men's league. 
not beer league like I do. Yeah, we circle our we circle our wagons around the sweet baby eagle. Oh, Don't yes. anybody say anything about him. No. We will come Nobody for you. Nobody better. Mm-mm, nope. Mm-mm. Because hell hath no fury. Like a Habs fan. A Habs. Anybody accusing the yes, Betty Kotkaniemi of anything other than being wonderful. Scorned. Yes. Especially scorned. Oh my god, my my mom, my mom loves KK. And somebody said something about him on Twitter one day a couple months ago, and she was pissed. Pissed. And she was like, like that, she was like, what is this? What is happening? Blah, blah, blah. And she was like going off on Twitter and t- texting me. And I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm afraid that, I'm afraid that if we meet him one day, she's going to like try and pick him up and run away. Or she'll be like, I made you these cookies. Are you drinking enough water? Are you yeah. eating your vegetable? Like, I don't know. It could go one of two ways. No. She loves Anybody him. Anybody says something about him. It's like that gif where the claws come out. Yep. And it's like, yep. Don't you even. That's awesome. At the end of the season, uh, KK reportedly, definitely, not reportedly or allegedly, definitely uh, had a minor knee injury for a minor uh, reoccurring... uh, Surgery or procedure? Yeah, he had himself a procedure for like a reoccurring quote-unquote injury that uh, may have contributed to the time that he had to take off because as we said, he's been playing hockey for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least a year straight. And this of is... course, he denies that. Right, and this is probably his yeah. first um, break since you know getting into the more pro side of things, which is awesome. I love how he. There was a piece about him in the Athletic. Um, Arpin Basu has you know cultivated quite the relationship with his family, mm-hmm. and he. I, uh, was he there? I'm not sure if he was in Finland or if he was in Montreal and he had a meal with the family and everything like that. But oh, and I, I shared that picture with you guys about how Yespiti and Kaspiti look exactly like Papa. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> family resemblance there is nuts. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he was he was talking about his upcoming 19th birthday and how he was going to celebrate it. He was going to go to a coffee shop with friends and then he was going to go home and have dinner with his family. And then you see all of the stuff that he's doing in Finland. Well, he did go to Montreal for the uh, uh, the Montreal, whatever it is, the Formula One races. Naturally. He was there. Uh, not a lot of the other players were there, too, as well. But when he he's in Finland and the stuff that he's sharing on Instagram is so wholesome. It's it's just it's so pleasing. <laughs> like he shows a, he shared more than one Instagram story of being in a canoe on a lake fishing. You know, just these peaceful scenarios and then on the other one repping the CH in the off season on the ice in Finland with a little baby cousin or nephew or somebody who's also wearing the CH. Ooh. I mean, what better? Who better? Who? I mean, the the choice of this player, it was perfect. All those things add up. 
for an, me. An ambassador through and through. Yes. So that just means that uh, Bergevin and Timmins did their homework with the kiddo, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so did McCag when he nailed the uh, t- selection in February <laughs> of 2018. Yes. Yeah. Earlier than that. Yeah, um, way earlier. Do you have anything that you want to say about Sweet Baby Eagle? I love his sense of humor. Yes. Like, he's so funny. And, like, even though, I mean, like, English is his second language, and, like, he's from another country, and he's still learning American nuances and things. He's he's so quick-witted and just, and then, like, he's just himself, too, and, like, he's just goofy, and he has fun, and I just, I'm always laughing with him yes he's a good and whenever one. you see him you smile yes mm-hmm. his faces too but even when other, he's not other... smiling oh sorry exactly <laughs> um the other thing that i wanted to point out about him though is he's not just adorable and sweet and wholesome and self-deprecating and humble and good sense of humor and cute he's got this thing when he's on the ice, I shared a little video clip today on Twitter when I was teasing who our player of the week would be. And it was in that game. It was on October the 18th, I think it was. Very early Ottawa. in the season. Yep. Very early in the season against Ottawa. And it was an overtime. And I'm forgetting that the, I'm blanking on the name of the player. But somebody went in. And, and ran Carey Price. And Kotkaniemi was right behind this player and got into it with him. And I remember thinking, oh my, that's the rookie. Like, I was so impressed by that because he went after him and then he went after him and then he went after him. And then Joel Armia had to come in and go, whoa, 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 kid, get away. Let's not, you know, <laughs> and had to break it up. But it was that. And it was like that was the, that was at, at that point when it was still being like I mean, there was all this, all this hand wringing around Montreal about whether we should keep him or send him to Finland or send him to Laval and Claude Julian was going to ruin him and all this shit. When I saw that, I was just like, he stays. That's it. He stays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This young eighteen-year-old. And then the second time that I noticed, but like by then I'd already made my mind up about him, but it was not long after that. And I cannot, uh, it would maybe one of the listeners, if, because I pay attention to all of this stuff, I'm always watching the players after the whistles and, and trying to see what they're feeling and how they're thinking and all of that stuff. But there was one game, it was against an Eastern conference team where he went in, it was an offside play and he was, shooting the puck and they had just blown the whistle but he shot it anyway like it was almost like simultaneous and he he was just skating along and another a guy like a veteran from the other team i wonder it might have been the islanders i can't remember came at him and kk could have just kept skating like you know how as you do like just keep skating and ignore who's drawing at you and as soon as he realized that somebody was jawing at him, he he stopped his skates and he turned around and he looked at him with this look on his face like, what do you want, motherfucker? <laughs> it was so <laughs> impressive. 
and he was jawing at him and he was just like what and like the guy was even kind of shoving him and he didn't even change his face and he stood his ground and he's like what it was so cool and it's just like those kind of things like that that's not the kind of thing that you teach that's instinct and for me that makes him even a more special player and a sort of more a sort of a more valuable component of the team kind of framework that is exciting and i, I i'm i can't i i, I can't imagine that um Timmins and Bridgman understood all of that about this player, but maybe they suspected it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And it was against what Colin White. Colin White. That's yep. right. That's uh, another right. another yeah, kiddo, actually, but still. Oh. Mm-hmm. No, but I'm talking about a separate game. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking. Yeah, 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 I'm talking about the Ottawa game. Right, right, right. Mm. That's right. Um. Yeah. The only thing I have to contribute uh, with uh, Jesperi Kotkaniemi was, um, I hate to keep bringing it up, but I thought it was very cool. But when I was at camp and we were doing one of our practices, um, the Habs had practiced there, or at least some of the squad had practiced there earlier that morning. And while we were on the ice doing drills with a with a Jingra there, gas, I look up and who is our equipment manager talking to? None other than Jesperi Kotkaniemi. And he's just watching us, you know, do our whole thing. And later on, when we were, uh, you know, getting our gear off uh, in the locker room, the equipment guy came in, Tyrone. Thank you, Tyrone. Uh, came in, and he was like, you know, guys, you know, Koka Niemi, he was, he was out on the bench with me, and he, was, he, he walks out, and he says, whoa, what's going on? And so Tyrone mentioned <laughs> and talked to him about, you know, what was going on uh, with the, you know, these are guys that pay to go for a camp and, you know, just have the experience. And he said that if he didn't have to go to dinner, he would have joined us. Oh my god! Damn. And that would have been Damn it. that would have been so cool. Incredible. That no, that is. Oh my god. That would have been something that, else. That would have been very. Oh yeah. No, no offense, Josh imagine? Georges, but <laughs> <laughs> and the other guys I as well. I still want to be friends with his mom. I know. Seems like a nice. I think boy. yes. Yeah. Both our our boys are the same age, and guys have so much Kiki's a little bit older, but I know. I know what. Uh, awesome. It. Fucking a. We'll make it happen. Yeah, it'll, it's okay. it's yeah. bound to happen. Just next time you're in Montreal, coffee, you'll run into it. Easy. Yep. No yeah. problem. Set in yeah. stone. <laughs> Now, with that, uh, we are over time by a bit now. And uh, do we have any closing thoughts? It's still early. Yeah. Yeah. We've got, we've got just over half a summer left. Yep. Yeah. And by the way, BT when dubs. I shared that BTW, um, when I shared that video clip of Kotka defending his goalie mm-hmm. um i forget who it was habs newfie or newfie habster or something like that apologies i'll get it right afterwards um said something like oh my god i forgot all about that you know is it october yet or is it, when's opening night again and i counted it down and it's 77 days yep that's nothing Mm-mm. nope it's a month less than 80 that's two less than 80 months 
and still a lot of time for uh, Bergevin to do any fine tuning if he so chooses. But, you know, when you think about it, 77 days and that's before the regular season right and that yeah that's not including training camp that's not including the preseason games that's opening night is 77 days away so there's gonna be the golf tournament all sorts of fun stuff to talk about i wonder if weber is gonna have the captain's golf tournament Mm. remember remember all of the drama around max catch tournament last season last summer maybe shea weber will have one I Maybe wonder. he'll have one in Kelowna. I wonder if he'll be up for that. I'm not sure. He's the captain. Oh yeah, he's the captain. Well, but I mean, like he's, he was—he would not shirk his duties if if he was asked. Hey, can we? Can, would you host a golf tournament for a charity? You think he says no? No, I just don't know if the captain's thing was like a patch ready thing or if Gianta did it too. I don't remember what Brian Gionta did. I don't remember either. <laughs> no. I just know that a lot of people around here know him because he used to skate at one of the rinks here when he was training with his brother. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. He's a New York guy. He's, I think yeah, he's, he's a New York guy. I think he's from Rochester. So. I mean, Rochester's Uh-oh. a good beat away, but when he was a, a river rat. Right, right, right. Cool. Okay, bye. Yeah, there's a bye. 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 bye.